Hi, everybody, and welcome to Military Life Radio. This is Wendy. This is Tara. How are you guys doing tonight? So we're glad you're joining us today. Always remember that we love to see people on Twitter, so if you guys are on Twitter, you can tweet a message to us at My Military Life, and we're hoping that you um, just grab a cup of water if you need to stay hydrated. This winter is killing me um, with the dehydration, and if you are a tea person, Wendy, you're a tea person, aren't you? I am, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Maybe get you some of that. I, my daughter's been drinking some that helps her go to sleep. That's not working. She thinks it is. So grab you something to do and let's spend some time together just chatting and catching up. It'll be fun. Or get on the treadmill. Mm, that's what you need to do. <laughs> and then we're going to talk about impromptu workouts here a little bit later. Yeah, so we have a fun night for you. We're going to try and plan to keep it to 30 minutes, and you're right, even if you're listening to us during the day, we keep saying night, but it is nighttime for us because it's 9 o'clock Central Time in Texas for me, and it's way past 10 o'clock there where you are. Uh, yeah, we're Kentucky. The snow is coming down. It's an interesting, and real interesting weekend. It was like 52 degrees, yeah. and then it was snowing. This place. So strange. I need to come back to Texas where it's warm most of the time. I know. Come to All Texas. Right, so we're interv- where it's nice and sunny. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to interview each other today just to get to know, so you get to know us better if you're a new listener. And also, I don't think we've even talked about some of these topics on the show previously. It'll be interesting to see what your answers are because I actually realize I don't know, I don't think I know any of these about you, which is really oh. funny. What else is going on with you this week? I gotta figure out how to do the show on my morning commute. One of these days we're gonna do that because I spend forty five minutes in the car pretty much to and from work. Forty five minutes. At least. Seriously. Oh my yeah, gosh. it's kinda of crazy. I know. You need a helicopter. <laughs> I do like Jay Leno. <laughs> or not Jay Leno. What's his name? Gerardo Rivera. He always talks about taking Oh, Yeah. Nobody well, even knows if they're not born in like whatever years. Don't even know who Geraldo Rivera is. I'm just gonna let you know that right now. We have listeners right now who are saying, who are getting on Google to find Who's out who Geraldo Rivera is. <laughs> Sorry. And funny, we get to sell it Jesse Raphael. Like, let's, let's I, don't, I don't know where I saw that at, but I did see that he rides in a helicopter work. I guess like Donald Trump. That, I don't know. That was in 1985. Election, election tonight, and um, I was so proud of the folks in New Hampshire because they're, like, getting out in the snow to go vote. So, Oh, I love that. Great. I'm like. Keep the polls open until everybody who wants to vote can vote. That's what I say. Would Do you think you would go in, like, say, a blizzard to vote? Well, I do live in <laughs> I, Connecticut. Oh, you! So. I, I, hate the, I hate the cold. So I would have to really, it would have to be, thank goodness I'm not, like, part of this state. Like, I'm not a registered voter of this state. So I have to do absentee anyway. So I can do it from the comfort of my own home. But, man, that's your serious business about voting. Going in the well, that's awesome. But I'm telling you, snow snow states, they are seriously legit when it comes to clearing out the roads. So right. there can be snow up to the stop sign, like oh. in Connecticut we had when we lived there. But the road will be clear. Don't hey. worry. Just hang out another 10 minutes. I love it. The snowplow truck will show up. But this week for me has been super boring. I don't think I've done anything exciting. I'm trying to think. Mm, nope. Nothing fun. I did have I did have a kid. I'm going to tell you all this. I told Wendy already. I had a kid suspended from school today. I laughed. And the girl, one of the girls, life. not the boy. Okay, no. at first I thought it was going to be. No, he would, he, he would never this week. He would wait for next week probably. 
I think if you um, are looking at your toddlers or you just put your babies to sleep and you think they would never get in a fight at school with another girl, um, just brace yourself. It might happen. So, anyway, it was not an actual fist fight. She, she used her self-control. I keep teasing her that she gets suspended for grabbing a girl by her hair and pushing her to the ground. But she did not hit her, and she walked away after, afterward to get to class. She said, I was not going to be suspended for that, but she was, so because you can't put your hands on people. That's the number one, people. You can't put your hands on other people. So, anyway, it's been funny to, um, to talk to people about it because, I mean, listen, I'm not a person that keeps uh, – my business I don't try to be somebody I'm not you know what I mean like I'm, I'm not trying to ever pretend like my family is perfect and I'm perfect and everything is perfect I just don't have time for fake so I like to be authentic but I also and I also call people to pray like girl I'm going to talk to the principal pray for me because <laughs> you know I have a problem with my mouth and I'd be like so what really happened I don't know so I but it was funny because he was great and he's actually a really great principal so yeah, good times, guys. I never thought I was always a kid getting suspended for things or like detentions and stuff. Not my kids; they never even had detention. Now suspension. We like to go big, but we like to go home. And when you're suspended, you go straight home. So that's what happens. <sighs> I think I don't live like this in mean? my children. <laughs> Life if my hopes and dreams were pinned on my children, I'd be in serious trouble right now. So I just let them make their mistakes and learn. <laughs> Yikes. But if you have any advice for me on punishment, I made her get up this morning at 6 a.m. and make breakfast for her siblings. Really I, I like I that. Get up that yeah, early. I like that. Yeah, By I the way, I want to let you know so. I'm having a, a Thin Mint uh, Curl Scout cookie right now. It's Girl Scout season. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. So, How did you get one is. already? Are they already out? My neighbor. My neighbor is awesome mm. like that. Yeah. I, so I punishment number one, no Girl, Scout, no Girl Scout cookies for you. That's what I would say. I used to be a Girl Scout leader and awesome. had cases and cases of Girl Scout cookies in my home. So after that, I'm just over it. <laughs> just, I don't really buy them. I don't want. I don't eat them anymore, really, at all. We don't. I don't think I've bought them in the last three, like three years. But after you've had, you know, like 300, I think it was like 300 cases. That seems maybe too many. Maybe that was far truth. But it was so many that I just don't take your thin mints and eat them until I don't to see it again. <laughs> okay, okay. That would be my thought. All right, so let's <laughs> – all right, so I'm bummed to hear about the suspension, but, you know, I feel like it's a rite of passage at least once. You know, it just happens. It's just life. And hopefully hopefully she learns from it and, and moves on. She's and, she's she got sick to her stomach and said, I felt so bad I wanted to throw up. And so I was like, oh, that's She's so great. Sweet I every time. So, she is. Sometimes these bullies, so you have to, sometimes with these bullies, you have to stand up to them or they never, they just Listen, keep bullying. Don't get crazy. She, she doesn't get bullied. She okay. just had an altercation. She wasn't being bullied. I don't want to make it <laughs> okay, seem like okay. it's something it wasn't. <laughs> it was high school All right. drama. Okay, so let's dive into our. Let's dive into our fireside chat of military about military yeah. life because we have like several questions to toss back and forth. So I hope that these help you guys as you're listening. And if you have, if you want to chime in with your answer, we would love to hear your answer too. So you can check us out on one of our social channels or even on the website. Okay, first question: Those of our friends that are listening who don't know that much about you and your military life background, tell right. us a little bit about that. 
Okay. My name's Tara. I'm teasing. In high school, I grew up near Fort, Fort Huachuca, Arizona. So oh, in high that. school, my dad, yeah, and my dad was, um, he worked on post, and he was in the National Guard, or is he in the Reserve? Listen, I don't know which one those are, but uh, I'm going with Guard. So he was activated for Desert Storm and was deployed. So um, I knew about deployment from the get-go because my dad was in it. Uh, I remember also using it to my advantage when my mother was stressed out. And so I would be grounded, and I would wait for her to be stressed out and then ask to go places. So that's how I was introduced to the military. And, and so I met my husband when I was in college because <laughs> he had a job and wasn't moving off his parents. And I thought that was a nice thing. So we got married and moved immediately to, well, in like eight months, we moved to Germany. That was our, my first time ever being on an airplane. I went and I had a baby with me. It was crazy. So that was my first, like, a baptism by fire thing. I always that tell is. people, I tell you, some of the younger women, I would not be married to this day if we had not moved to Germany together. Because I would call my mom and say, he is so mean. He wants me to cook every day. <laughs> and he wants me to do the laundry. Like, I could not, I was a, I was a little bit spoiled. I was the only girl. And so I just couldn't wrap my brain around the fact that I was, like, now with this baby and, like, a housewife. Um, I just had been in college. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was so funny. So I was pretty mad. And my mom, I'd tell my mom sometimes, I'm coming home. And she'd say, is he, like, beating you? I was like, no, he's not beating me. And so then she'd say, well, then you need to look around because you are home. And I was just like, you've got to be kidding me. So I one time said, are you telling me you're not going to let me come home? And she said, no, you can't come home. <laughs> it was like the best thing that ever happened. So we've been married now for 20 years. And sometimes I wonder why I have to cook every day still. It's really annoying. <laughs> so some of those things. And I sometimes I just want to go home. <laughs> um, but it was awesome. So we have gone uh, overseas and then overseas and back has been our um, PCSs. We, this is the first time we've ever moved state to state. So we've been in a constant overseas and that on purpose. We've chosen those places. So that's that's about my military life background. I mean, I, I you have moved a lot. I mean, you've moved around a yeah. lot, a lot, a lot. It's my favorite. <laughs> yeah, we're going to talk more about moving and PCSing coming up on some future shows because we're heading into PCS season and we get a lot of questions about So what about you? Tara, she has this nice, sweet story. She was married. She's been married 20 years. And for those of you that it's know that me, no. I was pregnant. I was pregnant when I got married. I forgot to part. <laughs> Listen, oh, it happened. Okay. Right. <laughs> hey, okay, go ahead. <laughs> so Craig has. Let's see. So by the time I met Craig, he'd already been in the Navy like over 10 years, and he was getting out of the Navy. Oh. So I was my life, a job, everything, and there was just no way I was going to get married to the military again because I'd been married in my early 20s. He did a tour in Germany, and we were living in Frankfurt. I was like, that didn't work out. I don't need to be married to the military anymore. It's just not for me. It's not right. anything I want to do ever again. And then as luck would have it, I meet Craig, and he was getting out of the military. So I was like, okay, I can do this. This works for me. And uh, But then, he, of course, what happens, he got picked up for a promotion, and then he's like, guess what? I'm not getting out. I'm staying in. And by then, I was like, <laughs> tricky. I liked him a lot by then. So I was like, well, okay, one tour, 
just one more and then fast forward like another 10 years before it just time goes by so fast so we were in tennessee we went from kings bay to tennessee to connecticut to texas so we moved around it quite a few times and so tara and i met here in texas and so Mm -hmm. now she's in fort knox but that's where we first met. So my military life background is really first with the Army, then with the Navy, and I grew up near Holloman Air Force Base. Uh, my dad was in the National Guard and going to college when my mom got pregnant and born on Holloman Air Force Base. Now we're just enjoying being in Military City, USA, and Carrie, uh, the oldest boy, did a tour in the United States Navy and is out now. I'm using his GI Bill hopefully soon. And that's it in a nutshell. I'm glad we're not in Connecticut anymore. That's the next question. So what was your most favorite duty station? This is so funny because all of them for different reasons. I really have loved everywhere that we've been, even Louisiana. People don't really believe that. Oh, yeah. But, like, I really have loved every single place. This one is growing on me. So this is an interesting one. But they jacked us for another overseas assignment for this one. So I was like, come on. What in the world? But there's a reason we're here. So I really love every single place because, you know what, there is something good everywhere you go. You just have that to, like, sit and look around. Like, okay, New England wasn't that bad. I was just cold from you November got to, go to, to New April. York. I hmm. forgot about that. <laughs> See? you got to think of the good stuff. And now if it snows in Texas, you're good. You're the only person on the road. Everybody else has stayed home. <laughs> Wait, there's always something, I mean, really, there's always something okay, so good, even if it is just first, somebody. Okay. So you like something about all of the places, but of all the places uh-huh. you have lived, what has been your favorite? You don't have one, like, that stands out? Okay, no, Okinawa, for sure. Okinawa, okay. I would go back to Okinawa right. today. I would leave tomorrow and leave all my stuff in my house and just leave with my clothes on my body. <laughs> I'd take my family, but I would just seriously Well, leave, see, like, that helps, because there's just, there's a there's one of our friends listening right now, and they're saying I am getting ready to go to Okinawa, and I'm scared to death. I'm going to hate it. And so here, <gasps> I'm, I'm believing that you're. Well, I bet there is somebody that would say that. Oh, that's what I'm saying. There is somebody I saw on Facebook saying they're getting ready to go to Okinawa, and I I didn't. I was like, oh my gosh, take me with you. Um, it was just fantastic. I mean, and I even loved Korea. No joke. We were trying to go back to Korea when we came here. We said, sign yeah, see, everybody, Tara's really I been a lot of places. I haven't been that many places compared to I love to it. Okinawa so is my most more... number one favorite. Really, okay. I adored it. Three years, I'll go back. And, I, and there's a civilian job there, and I'm like, yeah, I'm Armin, take it. Let's go. It's <laughs> <laughs> too far from me. Adventure. I don't know when we do the show. It's like they're in the future. It'd be like tomorrow at 10 o'clock. Is when we'd be. That would be perfect. I'd be drinking coffee. Like, hey guys, I'm about to go. To and I'm, and I'm drinking sleepy time tea. Okay, so my yeah, favorite. Exactly. So my favorite would be. That's hard because Craig and I have both traveled overseas, but separately and not together. So I really did love living oh. in Germany. It was a lot yeah. of fun. My favorite so far really has been Texas. I have loved living here, and the second favorite just because it's where we first met and we spent the good portion of our time would be Kings Bay, which is South Georgia, North Florida area. And I love the ocean. I love the water. It was three hours from Disney. And we'll talk about this in a future show. What? Deployment day one. I want to go there. I want to go to Kings Bay. If you can get stationed there. 
Well, yeah. So we're going to do a future show (laughs) called Deployment Day One. Like, what do you do on day one of deployment, right? So I had a tradition where the boat would leave. Christian and I would go down to Disney World, and some of my friends thought I was absolutely crazy. But I didn't want to stay home. If it was in the summer and Christian was smaller, I didn't want to stay home. And so people would be like, you're going to Disney World without your husband? And I'm like, well, yeah, I kind of am. I'm like, what am I going to do, sit at home and cry or whatever? Listen, I have been brainwashed into doing everything without him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you do everything without your husband because that's what you do. And then when he comes, you do things with them. But you can't feel guilty for living your life. You just can't. You just have to do it. And just say, hey, we're going to talk about day. more of that. Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk deployment day I want to go to Disney up. all day. I'll go without my kids. Don't get crazy. I'll have to do this thing. <laughs> it's my happy place. Okay, so what was your yeah. hardest move and why? Okay, so they're all hard. <laughs> I loved all of them and they were all hard. No, I'm just playing. Um, <laughs> I think the hardest one was Korea because he went ahead of us. We didn't, they didn't tell us that we had um, command sponsorship and concurrent travel. So we thought he was going without us. And then I got to move us, and we lived on an Air Force base at the time. They speak a different language. And I was also pregnant, like six months pregnant. Oh, my God. And gosh. I also had three, like three toddlers, like an 18-month-old. Eight, um, like a, how old was she? Like a four-year-old. I don't even know. I don't know how you did that. Six-year-old. It was horrific. I remember <laughs> it was horrible. I had to shit my car. That stuff wasn't bad. I just remember going into the only army unit that I like knew of and was like, "Can you please help me? I don't understand what they're talking about because their words or their acronyms were all different." It was so funny. <laughs> we speak it. So, the um, Air speaks a different language. Someone just translate so this for me. <laughs> so it was hard. Um, was we're gonna really get emails now from the Air Force saying Air Force spouses saying we don't know what we're talking about. Sorry, we say that with oh, no, no, no. You know what? They all have the same problem because our acronym, acronyms are crazy too. Or they come on Army yeah. Coast. I feel bad. My Air Force sisters that live on Army Coast when they're not used to it. Girls, brace yourselves. It's a whole another situation. I love living <laughs> on the Air Force base. <laughs> I was like Evan. Um, so yeah, it was really difficult. But once we got there, and I didn't have, you know. Um, what is it called when you fly for a million years and you're six months pregnant? You can't think. <laughs> Jet lag. I can't even think of a word. Um, it was awesome. <laughs> we had a great time there. So we had a good time. But, yeah, I always – and I'm always a glass is half full, and not because I'm delusional. It's because I block out a lot of bad stuff. So I have to always, like, really dig deep when my friends are going somewhere and think, okay, what, was, what wasn't great? You know what I mean? Just to give them a more realistic, because I'm like sunshine and rainbows. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so amazing. So, and then I remember, oh yeah, but there's a lot of smog. You know, you have to like really dig deep and like get real and figure out what is really happening over there, because it wasn't all awesome. I'm sure. I just like to remember the fun things. What about you? What was your hardest move? I think our hardest move was well, we moved. I think it was like three times. In- seven years. So the move that we made from Tennessee to New England was probably the hardest move. And because we had, we lived in, you know, Tennessee, we were kind of in the South. We had a bigger house. We had rooms spread out, you know, we had uh, a backyard where we could put, pull the cars back there, wash them. I mean, it was just, Christian had a soccer goal in the backyard, like a full-size soccer goal. I mean, it was it was not an extravagant house. It was just a normal size house. But then when we moved to Connecticut, we had a third of the space. 
we moved into this, I called it like this little dollhouse cottage because it really was just teeny tiny. It was just a tiny place. Oh and most of our stuff was in the basement and then the da- the basement flooded. And then, you know, we lost like almost half, like pretty much everything that was down there. And here's the thing, like if you're thinking about, if you're PCSing and you're thinking, oh, I can do the pack out or I can receive household goods on my own because the command wants him early and he's going to attach early or he's going to, if you have any say-so whatsoever, you fight to have them with you on the pack-out and yeah. drop-off. Because Lord, I yeah. did the pack-out by myself in Tennessee, and then I actually had to come to USAA for, like, a blogger conference while my household goods made their way in the truck to Connecticut. Craig met the truck. <laughs> he, got, he, he got off of work. They were, like, threatening not to let him off of work. You know how that goes. He yep. is there for the movers. They unload everything. I get there, and he's like, love you, kiss you, you know, love and kisses, bye, got to go, and out to sea for six weeks. And I'm <gasps> standing there with all these boxes, like, and, you know, they unpack a lot quicker than we do. The guys are quick. Yeah. I mean, they unpack and move, and the boxes are gone. They're at the street, whatever, boom, you're unpacked, house is set up in a week. I think it took oh, no, that's six me. weeks to set up, set up that oh, house. No. Coming here was like that. We, well, you know, the only thing he came, we got here and then he moved, he deployed. So, um, cause he was coming here to meet up with a unit that was already deployed. So anyway, the only thing he did is I was like, this garage has to be organized before we leave. You cannot leave me with this nonsense. So we spent a ridiculous amount on shelving and just put our stuff on shelf. It was hilarious. So, yeah, that's the – and then he left. The only thing I have to say about unpacking with teenagers, it's like your own workforce. You know what I mean? It's pretty awesome. Well, that so, is a good tip. Yeah, it's great. Make them work. Um, and then I got to move my furniture however I wanted. He's a pretty opinionated, like, furniture guy. It's really funny. So he's like, I really think the TV should go over there. Guess what? You're not here. I can go wherever I want it. It was awesome. That part. <laughs> so – um, yeah, as far as, you know, moving things around, I, pr- I made him move everything that I wanted, like big stuff or whatever. But then, yeah, it, that's funny, though. But pack out. I, I wish I need to pray every day that I have to go out of town when the Packers are coming. I think it's just fair. Oh. <sighs> Call me to text you for something important, please. I'm going to give you the date. <laughs> you can call I know, me like, keep in your I don't know, like. There's some spouses that have moved like 17, 18 times. I don't even know how you do that. You might have a thousand pounds of household goods. That's how you do it. I have no idea. God bless you. Also, you this are... is the first place I've ever moved with all my furniture because we've always done overseas and back. And then you put half of it in storage. You can't take everything overseas. So oh, yeah. I've never, I've never seen all my stuff on a truck. There's a lot of stuff. <laughs> I was shocked by the amount of stuff we had. So yeah. I think that's why I don't mind thinking about leaving it and going to Okinawa. I'm like, please, let me just leave it. I don't want to deal with it. Goodness gracious. Okay, so now tell me, we're going to mix it up and you're going to go first. What is your advice for someone preparing for deployment? I really like this question. It's kind of hard to answer because there's so many things. So I'll first, I'll start out with take care of the legal stuff. Take, make sure you make time, go to JAG, get your legal paperwork in order. It's not fun. I know you want to go out to lunch and just hang out or, you know, get stuff done around the house with your spouse, but go to legal, get the stuff done, get the power of attorney signed, whatever. I will say 
I'm not a big believer in general powers of attorney. I think just specific powers of attorney. If you know that you're going to trade in your car and get a new vehicle near the end of that deployment and you need a power of attorney for that, that's fine. But I'm telling you, I've seen too many times where the guy has a truck and the wife has a general power of attorney, and the next thing you know, like, he's mad because he hit, there's a Kia sitting in the driveway, and his truck is gone. So, yeah. like, just be smart about that. I don't believe in general powers of attorney. So I would just say when it comes to preparing for a deployment, you got to – and it's not a very sexy thing, but getting – the whole legal stuff taken care of. Once you do that, then you have the peace of mind to do the other things, like spend time together. And we'll talk more about this in future shows, you know, stages of deployment and things like that. But the important stuff, you've got to get that out of the way early. So that way you do have the time to spend together, um, to sneak away for those little, you know, bits of time together before it's time for him to go or her to go. That's really good. You're so practical. I really love that about you. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's so good. It's, it's. I was like, ooh, yes, that's important. I was um, thinking more like the emotional part. Like I've always wanted, and we never did. Um, like even just videos for the little kids, the little tiny ones. Do you know what I mean? We did like oh, recording yeah, that's a good back one. in yeah. the day. Mm-hmm. But I think every time you'd be like, if they just want to remember their dad or see their dad. It's just like silly videos that they can say to them. He did that um, before the last last appointment, and it was like a short one. It wasn't even. Hard, a hard one. I mean, like a TDY was that short. But um, also, don't forsake your deployment ladies, your FRGs or your um, all the, the group. I don't know what other branches call that. Is it always FRG? I think so. What does the Navy call you guys? Because FRG. I, you know, I know they're very dramatic sometimes. <laughs> um, very, very dramatic sometimes. Have you been on and Facebook? you think, I know. Yeah. Huh? Oh, and it's crazy, and I know you yeah. think in the middle, I wish I'd never met these women sometimes, you know what I mean? But coming here and them already being gone, I had I went to an FRG meeting because I thought, let me meet some people, and they're all like, who the heck are you? So it was really strange. So I didn't have, like, information really, and I, I would go to all my the stuff I was supposed to go to, but nobody really talked to me because I was, like, this interloper, but... I ha- so I, ha- I didn't have that group, and it was very a very different experience. There was one other woman who our husbands left for at the same time, and we had kids in soccer. We just sit together and say, this is hilarious. Like, it was just the strangest thing. So I know some people can be a little dramatic, but just stay connected so that you get the information you need and that um, you're not left out of the loop because the worst part is always yeah. being left out. Of something important. That's so great because here's the thing: as a spouse, they can't order you to go anywhere like they can your yeah. loved one. Right. That's good. Mm-hmm. I like that. I wrote that down. Just don't. You don't have to buy into the drama. You can just show up for the info and the coffee and then get out of there. But and also make a friend. Find a battle buddy. You're going to need a battle buddy. They don't even have to be in the same unit, but you are going to need somebody that you can drop your kids off when you're about to hurt them. That's going to happen. Well, the truth of the matter is you're going to need somebody, and you don't realize it until they're gone. And then you think, oh, no, I do need something. So that's a great great one, too. Everybody needs a battle buddy, so find her. You need at least one person because stuff happens. Life happens. You get sick. You know, just your car breaks down. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. Just all all kinds of things happen, and you have to at least have one person that you know you can call. Because otherwise, what happens? 
you're going to call your ombudsman or your FRG leader or your whoever, and they're going to send somebody to come and help you, and you're not going to know who they are. And that person's going to yeah. come because they just love uh, military spouses, and they're just someone like you. But wouldn't you rather have it be somebody that you actually know versus a stranger? Because I've done that. I've, yeah. You know, we've all shown up to people's houses to help them with whatever, and you don't know who mm-hmm. they are. But, you you know, you just go to That's help so to do whatever you're, ex- you know. That's true. <laughs> I know we're almost out of time, so we have two okay. more questions, but we're going to save that for next time because we have Yay. to talk about the good wife really quick, and we have a couple oh things before we let y'all go for tonight. So I know. So um, thanks for hanging out with us on the fireside chat. If you have a question that you want us to cover in an upcoming chat, let us know, and we'll add it to the list, and we'll answer the question, and then we look for your answers too on social. And we have a hot topic thing. We're going to save that for next time, too, because we decided that might start okay. a fight. But <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, we don't want to get suspended. We've already learned. Have you seen Facebook? Oh, my funny. gosh. A couple of Facebook group pages are wacky today. Oh, my word. Uh, okay, so current events. We're oh. going to have a couple things for you, and we want to talk about how we learned that the good wife is getting canceled. Can you believe this? Uh, you know how I learned the good wife is being canceled? You told me, but I did not believe you. Oh, did you Google it? They, how am I supposed to learn about politics if the good wife isn't on? I'm going to have to read. Oh, my goodness. Yes. So we're watching this. Well, <sighs> it came evidently during the Super Bowl, which if you watch the Super Bowl, you know this already. The good wife ran a commercial. They used their commercial time to announce there's only four episodes left in the season finale or, or series finale of the good wife. And it said, it said series. It did not say season. Are you sure? Serious. Yes. Oh, oh, gosh. They're so shady to do that to me. Is that right at the end? Personal. <laughs> I'm disappointed. All my shows get canceled, my favorite shows. Well, you were just saying that, too, last week. You're like, all my shows get canceled. So that's what happened. We know the Broncos mm-hmm. won, Peyton Manning and the, and the Broncos. And so I, I think that the Super Bowl is coming to Texas next year. So I'm hopeful that Ooh. we will get a good halftime show of some sort of old school country music. Like it would be nice. It's got to be like in Dallas though. It can't be in San Antonio. There's no stadium. It's in Houston. It's going to be in Houston. Let me tell you, I lived in Tampa when the Super Bowl came to Tampa and the Buccaneers played in that Super Bowl, I believe. Okay. I could make, I could be making up stories, but I don't think that's what happened. And the reason I think that is because the malls were empty. It was fantastic. (laughs) You could go to any store, get there in record time, and nobody bothered you. It was the most so wonderful. So do you think that maybe the Cowboys might make it time. to the Super Bowl? Is that what you're saying? Are the Texans? What Listen, team is in Texas not. in, in Houston? I think it's the Texans. I don't know. They always change really the names. They confuse, they confuse me a lot. Yeah. So I, all I know is Houston ladies, get, to, get your shop on if they have it there because it's the most wonderful time of the year. I felt like I was singing Christmas carols. It was awesome. I'm telling you, it was the best. All right, so that's what happened this past weekend. I know they're canceling The Good Wife. Now, as we're wrapping up our show for this week, we like to share a tip that's saving time. I would say if you put it on the refrigerator, then that way you don't have to decide what you're going to make. It's already there, and you just go, okay, what is it? And then, boom, it's one less thing that you have to make a decision about, one less thing to kind of think about yeah. for half an hour, like what is it that you're going to make? And then you end up ordering pizza when mm-hmm. you have like the stuff that you need in your fridge to make something pretty easy. So, I like that. That's a good idea. We had pork chops tonight. I yeah. like that. 
I was out. So my husband said my family's hilarious. I'm not sure what they ate. Maybe sandwiches. So um, my tip, a lot of you maybe do this already. If you listen to our podcast, I have ADD, guys. We already have established that. But I got on the treadmill yesterday, and I was, like, done. I didn't have my headset in. I was done, and I looked at the thing, and I did on it for, like, four minutes. I was bored already. So, like, four a minute? That's ridiculous. So then I switched to elliptical because I thought I'll mix it up, right? And I got on elliptical for, like, three and a half minutes, and I was like, this is so boring. So finally, I went and grabbed my headset, and I had a podcast I've been wanting to listen to, and I put it on. And seriously, I it was such a difference because then you're, like, having a blast listening to something you know something else is going on you don't have to think about it so i'm sure people do that with music but i have to have a conversation like, so like i'm having a conversation with someone so i'm chatty so anyway if you have not had time to download maybe even more of our podcast or some kind of like devotional if that's what you are into i'm into that a lot um then you know go on to we can go you can go to itunes and subscribe to ours or go download some old ones that seem interesting to you or other ones and just get on there, plug it in, and go to town. And you don't have to think about everybody. And when, but when you are laughing out loud at something that happens, people are going to look at you. So I'm just going to put that out there. Um, <laughs> but you have to, like, I, I don't know if you're like me, but I've got to do something because I just can't listen to music. I'm like, well, this is the most boring thing in my life. So podcast it is when I work out. Got to keep, got to stay on that treadmill for longer than four minutes. Yeah, and I think that's been one of the hits of the show is that people can multitask. So when you're reading a blog, mm-hmm. you actually have to stop and read. When you are right. listening to a podcast, you can do other things. You can be driving. You can be working out. You can just be hanging out, not doing folding in the laundry mm-hmm. or just hanging out, not doing anything at all. That's kind of the beauty of it. So if you're new to podcasts, there's a whole, there's some great shows out there, and we're going to bring you hopefully some other military spouse inspired shows. The next Military Spouse Show tapes on Thursday, which is the 11th, and the topic is how the words we use can reflect how you're thinking. And so, Krista, we've already walked through. That's pretty good. I can't can't wait for you guys to listen to that one, so you'll have to check it out. It'll be taping on Thursday, and it'll be up later that night or the next day. Every time Krista's on, I have, like, notes I've taken. (laughs) Every single time, like, I'm at school, I'm like, ooh, that's a good one. I'm just taking notes. It's hilarious. Yes. So everybody get their notepads ready. I'm excited about it. So we talked longer than we thought we would. I, you guys got in, like, maybe another 12 minutes of exercise on that one. I'm proud of you, ladies. <laughs> Stay on the elliptical or whatever you're on. Um, and yes. also hit us up. If you have found one of our, like, if you've been digging deep into the archives and you found things where it was windy from back in the day and I hadn't even come on the scene, those are my favorites. I love to go listen to you. Let us know which one you guys are listening to, and you can hit us up on Twitter at My Military Life or on Facebook and Pinterest. You can search My Military Life. I think we're everywhere. Well, we're not a Periscope, but we're working on it. And where else could we be? Hmm. In person in Kentucky and in Texas. Yeah, eventually we'll do like a meetup, I think, so we can do that. We've done that before, so we need to talk about that coming up. But, yeah, so we invite you to make us part of your routine, whether that's on your morning commute, whether it's dropping kids off, picking kids up, however that Mm -hmm. works out. Uh, We'd love for you to subscribe to the show, leave us a review. If you have an idea for a guest, like you want us to interview someone, or you have a topic or a question you want us to cover, just send me an email 
to wendy at mymilitarylife.com. We do invite you to follow us on social media, so that's the best way for us to, for you to get information on when the next show topic is. We're going to be sending out a listener survey soon, and we want to hear, you know, what are your ideas for the show for this coming year for 2016, and we hope that you'll take that survey. We promise we'll keep it 10 questions or less, so that'll be coming out. Our official disclaimer, we're not part of any official government agency, the Department of the Navy or Department of Defense. The views and opinions expressed here by our co-hosts and guests do not reflect official government or Navy policy. Any advice we give is strictly the views of the co-hosts and our individual guests. Thanks for listening to the show. Please visit us online at MyMilitaryLife.com for archive shows, showtimes, and upcoming guest information. And go download some stuff for the workout. Thanks for spending your day with us or your evening.